God. Oh, usually John describes the most does most of the work of describing the strip. Forget how much work it is. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. What's new, Garfield? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't seen that one before. My name is Jonathan Johnson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. It's Tuesday, April the 14th, 1981, and today we're reading the 1031st ever Garfield strip. (laughs) What happens today in Garfield? (laughs) At some point... At some point, the 1,000 is just going to become routine, and I'll stop gasping every time I hear it, but not yet. Jonathan, in today's, in today's Garfield, two things. Number one, uh, number one, we abandon uh, Jonathan Gibson, who sucks and who is not welcome on this podcast, and who just texted me that he misunderstood the time zone, even though I think we were very clear in that. I think we were very clear in our emailing. Um, yeah, we, but we abandoned him. He is no longer a host of this program. Number two, uh, in today's Garfield, Jim Davis writes the optimal amount of dialogue. I'm kind of creeped out by this comic, but <laughs> should go panel by panel. When you when you say you're, do you mean you're creeped out by Garfield in general or by today's strip in Pacific? Uh, today's strip. Fair. <laughs> Um, okay, so panel one, uh, Garfield is sleeping under under a red table. John, Jonathan, I'm going, to, I'm going to interrupt you, as I often do on this show, to state for the record that now that I look at our uh, email chain with former host of this podcast, John Gibson, it actually wasn't clear that we meant 10 Pacific. It was possibly... Uh, possible that we meant 10 a.m uh hawaii standard Hmm. which means it's not it's it's not necessarily clear that he's late maybe we're three hours early it's hard to know still fuck him you know what i mean i feel like it's probably his fault even if we got the time wrong uh, anyway i I asked yeah (laughs) yeah yeah he's he says he's setting up now it's possible that this it's possible that today's episode will be very confusing and interrupted multiple times all right. My my 14-year-old son just said fuck you to me. That's not that's not cool. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I, I and I want to state for the record, using profanity is cool. I regret saying that it wasn't. Totally cool. Okay. Sorry, go on. What you were about to say, I think you were about to actually describe the Garfield. Yeah, so panel 1, Garfield is asleep. Under a table, there is a giant mm-hmm. Z to represent that he's sleeping or uh-huh. or saying the letter Z. But his eyes are closed, so he's probably asleep. Odie comes, yeah. prancing in, little mm-hmm. little saliva, like, going to attack Garfield. And Single droplet of spittle. Yep, got that spittle. And Odie comes in, comes in behind Garfield and just lets out a bark in, in panel two. 
the the table suddenly appears to be really tall because you don't see the top of it. <laughs> I don't know if like Garfield true. just like jumps up in the air and just stretches the table or 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 what happened. Yeah, that's correct. So panel one, the underside of the table is clearly visible about I don't know eighty to 90% of the way up the panel. Like, we can see that whole table. Panel two, the characters are the same size, so we haven't panned out. Like, we haven't zoomed back at all. But yeah, the top of the table is nowhere to be seen. And the table leg is longer than it was in panel one. That's weird. Yeah, because, yeah, panel panel one, the table is, like, about the height of, like, Odie's ears. Panel mm-hmm. two, like, you see Odie's ears, you do not see the top of the table. Yeah. Yeah, what's going on? We got a nice, um, one of those double motion lines shooting up, uh, Garfield shooting up vertically, and also some little motion lines on his paws with his claws out to indicate that, like, his toes are wiggling. I don't know why he's doing that, but it's fun. Um, with With a giant, like, bark. Yeah. Yeah, it almost looks like bark is the sound of Garfield shooting upwards yeah. rather than the sound Odie is... Like, because there's some lines from Odie's mouth pointing towards the bark, but the table leg is intervening between them. Yeah. Whereas the words bark are immediately in front of the Garfield motion lines shooting up. So it's like like it's it's like the bark should say blast off or something. Yeah, and then... It's a little weird. And then panel three, you see like Garfield's head has burst through the table and mm-hmm. John Yeah, the ca- the camera has either panned upwards or it's probably it's a smash cut. It's yeah. a smash cut to the top of the table. Sorry, go on. And John's weird puppet hands that don't look like they belong to him are like <laughs> <laughs> under the table with a fork. <laughs> and John's like disembodied self is like looking at Garfield. It re- for the benefit of listeners, I don't know if anyone has described that <laughs> this way before, but it really looks like the puppeteer is under the table holding John's body with one hand and John's left hand with the other, and they're just totally disconnected from each other. <laughs> it's, like, it's so weird. Yeah. Garfield... Uh, like so his head is, is smashed through the table. There's sort of remains of like detritus of the table scattered around where he broke through. And he looks, you might imagine him to look bloody and concussed, but he just looks slightly pissed off. Like his ears are back, he's a little irritated, and he's making eye contact with John. And John's looking down at him astonished. His mouth, I like that John's mouth is full. He's like caught mid-chew. That's fun. Does he have teeth? Um, or it, it doesn't John? look like yeah, John. It doesn't look like John has teeth. It does look like his dentures are out, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like he's he's an old person at night, and he's like um, eating cat food or what is that? I you know I think thematically we have taken that to be mashed potatoes when Jim Davis draws that particular configuration of shapes, mm-hmm. but it looks as much. Like, uh, it looks as much like, um, I've got to send John the zoom link. He's, 
John, John Gibson, former <laughs> member of this podcast, just, you know, very demanding. Now he wants the Zoom link. Um, I'll do that. Uh, and now I forgot what I was going to say. Boy, first he doesn't show up on this podcast, and then he interrupts the show, you know, to, conf to confuse me so I don't remember what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> what a maroon, you know? What a maroon. Um, what were we talking about? Um, Puppet John. <laughs> Puppet John, the food, the mashed potatoes. It kind of looks like cat food. Yeah. And then I think you said something about Garfield, but I, I could be wrong. Um, um, well, you were mentioning like how Garfield should be like, you know, bloody, gosh, mm. something. is just like his hair is a little frizzled and he's like, grrr. Yeah, his ears are back. And it looks like the hole that his head smashed through the table is not actually large enough to fit his head. Like, it's right around his neck. It's very snug around his neck. It's hard to see how his jowls could be uh, could get through there. Hmm. Huh. Uh, hard to know. Hard to know. Um, positive things about this one. It does not, it's not overwritten. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, the dialogue is zzz, bark. <laughs> um, I feel like Jim Davis is demonstrating a great deal of self-restraint in not having either Garfield or John say something extraneous in panel two. Uh, I think the picture is funny enough, and he's just letting the picture sit there and be funny and letting us interpret it. And, you know, like, he could have Garfield thinking good morning or you know john arbuckle thinks something like you know when you own cats blah 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 um and that w i feel like that would detract from the humor and like this is you know it's fine it's sort of a slapsticky physical humor thing and i think the pictures are like the sequence of events is clear it's funny enough as these things go and he's not overriding it and so, you know, I, I give, uh, uh, I, I doff my cap to him. Is he holding it's not, it's not my strip of the week, but, you know, sorry, go on. Is he holding the fork, like, backwards, too? <laughs> <laughs> I keep, He's... like, I, this entire time I've been pantomiming how John looks in panel three, and I'm, mm -hmm. it's not working. He is, he's holding that fork as if, as if he is a peasant holding a pitchfork outside of Castle Frankenstein. Like, that's how he is brandishing that fork. As if, like, to th as if to threaten a horrible monster. But that it, is not how you how a human being holds a fork, no. <laughs> if that's mashed potatoes, why is he using a fork? That's a fair point, too. I mean, you could... Yeah, yeah, no, fair point. Like, he's, um, he's holding that fork like a... Like a two-year-old who's learning to use silverware for the first time you know it's like, like a it's, small child you just grab it in your fist it's like pointed at him yeah he actually does look like he wants to stab himself in the neck <laughs> i'm gonna have a nightmare over this i just want to <laughs> it's creepy oh and and john is upset because i i emailed him the zoom link but I sent it to you instead of to him. I feel like he's complaining a lot. 
It's like, oh, you told me the wrong time and didn't send me the link, and somehow it's my fault that I'm not on the show. Yeah, hey. it's your fault. You're not. It's his fault. He's not on the show, <laughs> just because. Oh, you're here. Hey. It's, hey. It's not my fault. I misread what you wrote in your email. That's your fault. I, I feel like I'm taking like... a strong stance on this. <laughs> It's funny no, that you it's put your it fault for not noticing in my response that I misread your email. Oh, did you? Okay, I was I was taking the strong stance that it was your fault that I misread what you wrote in your email and that I failed to send you the link multiple times. As long as we're as long as we're like, all taking a strong stance. I feel like That's all that really matters, right? Yeah, yeah. Um Look, I, be, I think we're about done here. Do, 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 do you, either of you guys have anything more to say about today's strip? No, I think you guys nailed it. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, you've been listening to Jim Davis, <laughs> the podcast that's not part of <laughs> your system. <laughs> you can support the program by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> why, not, why not visit the show website, beingjimdavis.com? Uh, you can also fo- follow the show on Twitter if you dare. It's um, Twitter at BeingJimDavis. We, we challenge you. We challenge you to. We challenge you to follow. We're taking this a show strong on stance <laughs> on you whether or not you should follow the show on Twitter. Yeah. Look, previous listeners who have attempted to follow the show on Twitter <laughs> have died in mysterious circumstances. <laughs> Are you a tough, are you a bad enough dude to follow this show on Twitter? (laughs) Several others have died under normal circumstances. (laughs) But, but murder, normal, but murder related. Yeah. yeah, It's just not a mystery. Yeah. It's a mystery. It was very cut and dry. (laughs) They were killed by former, former guest host, Josh Gates. Ten years ago, this very night. This very night. Listener, if you know the whereabouts of former listener and convicted murderer Josh Gates, report to the police immediately. Self-described artist and serial murderer. Sorry, Jonathan, you were trying to... Thank you and good night. Thanks. Thanks. Good episode. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.